welcome to Ferry Unfiltered with my special guest and um, Scotland coach, Ray Kavner. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. It's good to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah. This is good. So I'm really excited about this because, um, as I said to you before, obviously I wanted to get uh, people on that I thought are very inspirational and amazing in their field, and you are without a doubt, the best in your field, so... Yeah, okay, you're just like, uh, <laughs> No, but yeah, man, yeah, um, and I, I genuinely do believe that, so, like, I think you're actually the best out there, so how, I'd, what I thought I would do is, obviously, I'd love to just start back, like, strip it right back, how did you even get into Olympic lifting? I've been asked a few times, actually, um, I was 15 year old, I'm 58 now, so it was quite a while ago. Right. Um, and uh, I lived in Springburn. don't know if you know where that is. I do. Um, and uh, there was a, an old sports centre there, so I used to stay up there. Um, and I was cycling a bit on a, a bike with my, my, my buddy. Um, and we went into the Springburn Sports Centre just to do the toilet, as you do. Um, and I heard the clanking of the weights, like, you know, you know metal weights. Um, right. Uh, I didn't know at the time that that's what it was, but... Um, so I was sort of it intrigued me, and I decided to follow the noise of the, the banging of the weights, and it took me down the dungeon. Right. Um, there was this big thick door, like you no, know, a big library door, like you know. I was like, and I put my ear to it, and I could hear the bang, bang, bang. I was like, Ooh, you know. So I, I took my handle and I looked in, and all you could smell was Raljex, you know, and deep. Wow, <laughs> and it was all dusty and. I saw these like platforms and all these guys are standing about, and somebody just grabbed me by the head and pulled me in. Right? Well, you didn't hear Kavana. I was like, oh shit! It was my it was my woodwork teacher, uh, Bob Kennedy. Um, he says, "You want to try this?" I says, "Aye." So he says, "Come back tomorrow." So I come back, um, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, he, he was my inspiration, uh, no, uh, Bob Kennedy. Like, you know, Aye. He got me out yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. So, like, you started 15, and did you just gradually progress throughout the sport then? Yeah, I was a wee, I was your typical eight-stone weakling, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, I was probably about six, no, 58 kilo, I think it was, when I started. So, yeah, I mean, I was... I was pretty skinny, um, but then I was a lot of boy as well, um, and then I just progressed through, like up till I, I finished the career, I progressed through all the body weights all the way up, um, so yeah, I've, well nearly all the body weights, like you know, apart from the super heavies. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is like, um, throughout your career, what was one of your um, high points of your lifting career? What would you say is one of them? Um, there's a couple, but obviously the Commonwealth Games, Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get to Commonwealth Games in 1994 in Canada uh, and compete for Scotland. Anytime compete for Scotland, but compete for Scotland at the Commonwealth Games, that was that was one of the highlights. Um, there's been many, right? but that, that was that was a pinnacle. You know, as a Scot, it's the only thing that is as high as you can go, like, you know, for Scotland. Uh-huh. Uh, after that, it's like GB for the Olympics and stuff like that. Right. You know, so that was that was my that was my aim. And what weight category did you um, go in with that one? Uh, they changed, so I think it was a uh, seventy-six kilo. Uh, right. Was the weight category then? Um, 
What were you flinging about then? What were you <laughs> with? Like I, I did at the games. It was like one ten and one thirty five. So it was, you know, it was okay, mediocre, if you know what I mean. But it was okay. <laughs> so modest. Um, so modest. Some, yeah, some of the boys knew are doing more than that, like you know. So, but yeah, that was okay. It was enough to qualify and get there and stuff like that. So yeah, but it was a. Uh, when, when did it? So when you started your career, when did you decide to sort of like shift more into coaching? Like, um, was there any injuries, anything like that? Where you sort of went, that's me. I'm going to stop now. I'm going to move. Or was it just a gradual progression? It was more a gradual progression. I'd, pretty much ever since I since I started lifting, I'd coached. But right. not officially, do you know what I mean? So I was always like trying to help people out. So if there was people coming into the gym that I seen that they didn't really know what they were doing, I would try and help them out. Even if it was just bench press or deadlifting or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then I would try and steal them into weightlifting. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'd probably say I got more into it when I finished probably around about... 2000, 2002, I think, because um, I, I went to the, the 2002 games in Manchester where one of the lasses that I'd coached, uh-huh. um, and uh, at that point, yeah, I wasn't competing anymore, you know, right. so uh, I, I was like, around about then, I transferred completely into the, the coaching side of things, um, and then it just got, it just snowballed from there, really, so. And obviously now you're obviously coaching. You've went away with the Scotland team recently. Uh, well, not well, that long the, the, the last time was uh, oh, 2018 to mm-hmm. the, the Commonwealth Games and the, the Gold Coast. Um, I was the, the team manager um, slash coach because uh, I was only I was doing like a dual role. Yeah, they could only you know usually if they were going away to the games they would take like, a team manager and a coach. Um, mm-hmm. But like I think the costs. You know, like were prohibitive, so they sort of eventually they just says, okay, one person will do the two, the two roles. Um, so I, I did that. And how long were you away for then? How long were you away in Australia for? Uh, about two and a half weeks. Aye, um, roughly. You know, so it was, uh, it was good, but at the same time, you know, uh, like my my boy, you know, he's he's now five, um, so he would have been about three time, and it's like I missed him like hell, like, Aye. You know, so you know, I was I did stay the full time. Plus, when the games are so far away, um, there, there becomes a shortage of beds. So they ask, okay, right, you know, people come into the village and then others leave as they're competed. So right. um, they were asking for volunteers, like, you know, does anybody want to like, go home? And I was like, <laughs> I'd be the same as you. I actually was going to ask you how you coped um, with your with your son being away for two weeks. Cause I, I know I would I'd struggle being away from my girls. I'm, I'm murdered at the best of times. So I, it. I can't it. believe you have your boys. So he's nearly five. Ah, he is five now. He goes to primary like after like uh, oh, well, in the summer, <laughs> depending on like you know <laughs> <laughs> the current Very climate. Bad. But yeah, <laughs> that's but, insane. Yeah. That is yeah, insane. Oh, uh, so basically with that now you've obviously. You had your, when I was training with you, you were um, in a gym. Um, you had your own area in that gym. And since then, obviously, that was how many years ago was that? It was quite a few years ago. Um, and that was in a Taekwondo place. Yeah. Um, that was a guy, John Haggerty, allowed me to train there. And, you know, I'm forever grateful to him because like, it was like through his help that I eventually got to sort of where I am now. Um, and uh, that, yeah, that was probably, I'm in here. 
where I am now, probably about a year and a half now. Um, and before that, I was in another place up at uh, Park House, and I was up there for about two and a bit years. So yeah, it was about three and a half to three and a half year ago. I was in, or four years ago, I was in the Taekwondo place. Um, and your lifters have all done very well. I mean, you've had lots of lifters do, do very well in competitions, and like you said, you've went um, down to the Commonwealth. Like, what was what's some of your highlights of that with some of the people you've coached? Is uh, well, throughout the time that I've been coaching, there's been many. I've had a couple of British Junior Champions, British Under 23 Champions, um, got a few to the British Championships. For most lifters, the, the, the pinnacle, initially, what they try and do is like, you know, they aim for Scottish Championships. So when you start weightlifting, you've got like, you know, you've got the people that are like, you know, they don't know how good they're going to be or how long they're going to stick at it. So they come in and you aim for like a, like a district or an open championship mm-hmm. um, and then you move up to like the Scottish championship. So that's a qualifying standard. Right. And then when they achieve that, they, they set their sights higher and they start aiming for the British championships. So the gulf between the Scottish championships and the British championships is oh, it's, it's, it's reasonably big. So, you know, that's a lot of people's aim. And so I've got a few people there. Um, one or two of the girls have been British champions. Um, for the guys, I don't know, it just seems to be a wee bit harder. But, you know, um, I've had two, two girls, one, two, one girl at the Commonwealth Youth Games uh, in India in wow. 20, 2008, I think it was. Um, and then I've had... A uh, girl at the 2002 Manchester uh, game, she got fourth place. And then in 2012 in Glasgow, I had another girl um, at the, the, the games in Glasgow as well. So you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's mainly the, mainly the females, like, you know, but the, the, the guys are, you know, you, you can only work with what you've got, you know what I mean? And some of the guys are good and, you know, some of them will be good, but mm-hmm. it takes, it's a long process. Aye. Know, so. Well, I remember training with you and just using the bar, and it was just like constant, just using the bar, 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 until we nail your technique, technique, technique. And it's great because um, like, when you came down, you made such a big impact in our gym. Like, I, I love like, running the guys through like Olympic lifts, but then obviously when we brought you in, it was amazing just stripping down the forum, and they all still talk about it to this day, like when you can get you back and when can you come back and show them, because that was such a big impact. Team. Like, Things like even when like the the plates under the heels and getting them changing their angles and stuff. I mean, obviously that's came with like years and years of experience. Like, so you're now are you you running weightlifting Scotland as well. You're heavily involved in it. No, involved I'm involved in it. I'm involved in. I'm on the board. I'm one of the board members. I think there's about sixes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I help. I help. Like I try and direct weightlifting Scotland. So where it's going, you know, to make it better. What is the difference between, for people that maybe don't know, what is the difference between weightlifting Scotland and uh, your baller, your British weightlifting? What's uh, what, what sets them apart, would you say? Um, historically, we used to be sort of all the one, but we were partners, but they were all the one um, under like, British weightlifting. Um, and then things happen. Um, and we sort of we all separated, so we're 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 own association, um, but we sort of still linked with British weightlifting um, right. to a certain degree. Um, we've got financial autonomy. We we do our own thing, 
Um, the things that we link with uh, for British weightlifting is when they, they come to like Scottish squads, then they, they, no, you try to get them good enough to get onto the, the British uh, squads, whether it's age groups or whether it's uh, the British senior squads or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's got to be a pathway from the Scottish to the British side of things. Um, and recently, the British weightlifting have helped us a bit with like trying to get like some funding and stuff like that. You know, because uh, we weightlifting Scotland get um, some work uh, unrecognised by Sports Scotland um, uh, through various things. Um, but we started getting better. Um, our, our membership uh, like sort of tripled um, because we weren't under the pressures of like a, a, a sports body telling us what to do and when to do it and mm-hmm. you know time frames and stuff like that. When we when we get released from that, we started everything just went better because we were doing it in our own time. Um, so um, we started like liaising with British weightlifting a lot more, um, and things have just got better from that point of view. So. Have you noticed a big difference in obviously the the the, the release of CrossFit? The minute CrossFit came out, did you notice like a massive? I was going like that with CrossFit. I know. Oops. Oh no! Now it's called fun- the functional fitnesses. Are, they're not what it might be. <laughs> but um, did you notice a massive influx of people becoming more interested in the sport? Like it became more of a demand and. Yes and no. Yes and no. I mean, you had the. <sighs> There was a lot of the, the, the CrossFitters, and I, and I love a lot of the guys that do the CrossFits. Um, they they come into the, the weightlifting side of things mainly to learn how to do snatching or cleaning jerking, so that they can get better at CrossFit. You know, the the, 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 the crossover from coming from CrossFit to weightlifting has been okay, like you know, but it's not been it's not been massive that it would have been a noticeable change in the weightlifting side of things. Um, but some CrossFitters, even though they're doing the CrossFit, like some of the CrossFit gyms, have their own weightlifting clubs, so they compete in weightlifting as well. So yeah, they, right, they bolster right. some of the numbers, but you know, but there's a lot of the CrossFitters' main domain is like you know competing in the CrossFit side of things. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, had, I've got a few. I've probably got about half a dozen CrossFitters in in, in the club. And they, they compete in the CrossFit, but they also compete in weightlifting, and they're, they're slowly they're, they're, they're transferring over into my side of things, like you know. So. Turning to the light, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They're turning to the light. <laughs> Do you notice a big thing with a forum, though? Like, um, obviously, when I, I've done, obviously, I trained with you, and um, I had everything like you say, technique, 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 and that was drummed into me. And now, in no way was it an amazing lifter, but like when I went to CrossFit. I noticed a massive difference from my lifting compared to theirs. Like things like they would take things in the bounce, they wouldn't do certain things certain ways. Do you find that quite hard when people who have maybe only done CrossFit, been taught by a CrossFit coach, then come to you? Do you feel you're having to strip it back a wee bit? Well, yes and no, but it's, it's like there's a lot of good CrossFit coaches out there that can coach weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the, the, the ways that they do the CrossFit, from my point of view, is to make them better at CrossFit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, trying to teach them how to do a snatch, it's, that's all fine and dandy, but it doesn't apply when they want to do their type of training. You know, so if they, if they try to do snatches or cleans or whatever or in a time frame, as many as they can, you do, it's, it's really difficult to do it 
like the way that I would do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, they do it. They do it on the bounce, like you know the no, the, the, it's not getting done to well, the way that weightlifters would like it or weightlifting coaches would like it. But it's more than sufficient for what they need for mm-hmm. what they're doing because it's no, it's not their be all and end all. You know what I mean? Although no. it would help. I mean, if they were lifting bigger weights for a longer period of time and stuff like that, yeah, they would get higher scores, blah blah blah. But you know, um, it's 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 a it's a needs must. You know um, that they do so. No, it's it's totally different. So tell us about like exercise. your your new your new gym. I've even seen your new gym. Um, so go and tell us about it. Where is it? What size is it? Like what's happening in it? Go and pretend lockdowns not happening. It's so destroying. It's such a shame. No, well, this is my this is my second gym. Like as in like from my point of view, mm-hmm. all the other places I've been in, I've been at the mercy of other people. Um, mm-hmm. like, you know, so, and it's, it's, you know, I've always wanted my own place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is a, before I get any older, I won't say too old, I'll say any older, um, that I wanted <laughs> my own place. Um, so the other place I was in was just a wee office. Right, um, right. And I had five platforms in it. And it was, they were really, you know, if you dropped the bar, it was like, bang, it was hit the person next to you. So was there really, you know, I could only take so many people in as well. Um, so, uh, I got this place. It's in Tracing, Tracing Street, down at the town. Um, so it's quite uh, central for a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. and that made that made my membership grow quite quickly when I got here as well. Because I wasn't sure about like you know you're in you're in the centre of town, you're in a an industrial area. How how what well, the, the area I'm in is like sort of industrial, but um, how busy am I going to get? You know, is people going to come? But because of where I am, you've got other universities about you. have got Glasgow, well, Glasgow universities. Well, that's probably about like two mile away, three mile away. You've got Caledonia. Yeah, is it Caledonia? Is it Caledonia Cal- University? Caledonia, something yeah, like that. Like, that. You know, so there's, yeah, there's everywhere, like, you know, um, and it makes it easier for like these people that can't travel out to the, the outskirts of Glasgow to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my membership has increased. So this is a... What is this? This is... I think this is 17 to 1800 square feet. So I've got eight platforms. I did have seven until the other day, and I just, I just, while I've got the chance, I'll throw in another one in. Um, but it's still keeping it within you know, all the, the, the two meter rulings and stuff like that that we've got. Not that it helped because, you know, the department says that we're not opening yet, but um, I've got. A set of jerk stands that also doubles as squat stands. I've got five sets of five or six sets of like uh, squat stands, so they can get put onto the platform and off off the platform. So, yeah, it's 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 a marked difference to what I was or what what I had before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a three year well a five year contract with a three year opt out in here, but you know I don't see me being here like at the any longer than the three year, there's a three year opt out. So I want to get a bigger place, you know, um, cause like I'm, nice. I'm starting to, I probably hit about roughly about 40 members at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, from a weightlifting point of view and having a weightlifting gym, that's, that's, that's not a bad amount. Good. Like, you know, they're only doing weightlifting, you know, they might be crossfitters or functional fitters or functional guys, but they're still, you know, when they come here, they come here with a view to doing weightlifting mm-hmm. and competing in weightlifting. Um, so and I'm I'm I've got a I've got a wee waiting list. 
Bicep's pretty good, but you know, so um, and throughout the, the lockdown, I've had a uh, no because I'm still trying to keep the interest going. You know, like it is like you're you're still trying to get the the, the info out there that you're you're there and you're available and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I've had a few, quite a few inquiries about like people want to come in and like join and see what like it is and stuff like that as well. So. But you've got such a good name about yourself, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, uh, like the minute, like when I was obviously looking, like you, your name kept coming up when I was researching who to do Olympic lifting with. It was constantly your name, and I was like, "We well, must be good." Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's, and that's the thing. You've got such a good name about yourself that you will when you move. Like you said, when you went to Glasgow, you'd probably seen your name, and then straight away we just want to just sign up and that's that's the brilliant thing about it so like you, you obviously you're planning going bigger doing stuff like that i mean are you planning doing more like i, I think your seminars are amazing i think they're absolutely brilliant like i, I think it's such amazing value for money you, like the how you controlled that room was brilliant would you ever plan on doing more seminars yeah i mean i do um i do them on a regular basis but you know like, i do a lot of them here mm-hmm. um uh, so people are traveling from like sometimes they come down as far as Inverness mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like you know. So, but so, yeah, it's, it's you know it, it makes you feel good when you get people who want to come that far, like mm-hmm. coming like you know be coached by you or whatever. Um, but yeah, um, when lockdown's lifted, I will be reintroducing them again. You know, and if people want me to go to their place, I'll go to their place, like you know. But it's it's, it's a wee bit more difficult, like you know. Um, but when I when I have them in here, like it's it's it means that it's at the expense of one of the days that I could have my lifters in, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like and you know, yeah, I'm I'm the lead coach here, but a lot of the other guys are all you know, they're they're all working. They're all working shifts and stuff like that. So getting the help to do what I need to do, you know, um I've got to I've got to rely on other people. Especially when I've got so many lifters as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so if I've got twenty people on here at the one time. I mean, I've got 40 members, but, I, you know, if you've got 20 in here in one go, it's like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> so Busy. it's like you've got to try and, like, you know, hope that they don't all turn up in the one <laughs> section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's, it's like, but when you've got that amount of people in there one time, it's, it's, it's hard if I'm in on my own mm-hmm. to try and coach on them, you know, because when you're looking that way, somebody's doing something that way, and, you know, you know it's, it's really difficult. Um, so when I take people on, it's it's more a one or two people at a time. I don't take groups on and then try and do it because if I do that, it messes up my my, my coaching or like the training yes, of the yes. other people. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah, I, I do. You know, I, I'm sort of detracting there, but um, I do uh, want to do all the, the the seminars again as well, but. And what about the weightlifting Scotland stuff? I, I, obviously, I've got my. This is this is obviously to let people know about. So if I've got my level one. Um, what's what's the highest level you can go to with a coaching badge? If it was doing it through like now, it's a wee bit different. Um, probably British weightlifting have they've been overhauled. Um, so like the, the, all the the courses have been totally refurbed and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, it used to be that you could go up to. It used to be, you, you would have your leaders award. I mean, these are the old ones, the, the old British. And then it would be your instructors. Then it would be a coach. Then it would be a senior coach. Then it would be a staff coach. So you could probably go to like you no, know, I think it was about five or six levels roughly. Now, well, they, they did. 
British weightlifting and their wisdom change all the courses. So everybody that was a level five, for example, in the, the old system, mm-hmm. a, a staff coach became a level two. <laughs> there was a cry about it, like, you know, so um, in the new system. So it meant that we come down to a level two and those that were coming in could come directly in and never had much experience and come in at a level two. So, you know, wow. it was a bit like, whoa, how do you tell the difference? Like, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, who's who's been training or coaching longer or whatever? So, but now, so you've got a level from a weightlifting point of view. To pass me on that, you've got a, your level one, which is um, like an assistant weightlifting coach. Um, you can't coach without the presence of a level two. Yeah, so you're shadowing the shadowing them and stuff like that. Right. And then you then you set your level two. That entitles you to go to British Championships and, you know, be the lead coach at, you know, for your club or whatever. You'll get anybody that qualifies to get there, to be there. Mm-hmm. And you you can have a your assistant coach to come in with you to okay. the, the level one. Um, they've only just recently brought out, they're working on trying to make all the different levels in the new system. So there's a, a level three just come out from uh, the, 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 the weightlifting side of, uh, what's it? Point of view, um, and I think within that course, there's um, like uh, case studies and, and that kind of stuff that you've got to do. The coach lifter relationship, you know, stuff like that. It's more about that kind of thing than it is about the coaching. You okay. Know? Um, and I think they're going to make like a, a level four, possibly a level five. Now, that that gets you up to the international level, like going to the competitions for England or Scotland or Wales or whatever, and then go to like the the Commonwealth Games um, or the Olympic Games. Um, wow. So, like, you know, you to get there, you would need to be, like, a level four or a level five, you know. Um, and a lot, of the, a lot of the appointments are by appointment. You know, you get asked to come and, like, you know, like, do your, your stuff um, rather than putting in for it. You know? Wow. There you go. I'd say quite well. I'm a level one. I've got quite a wee while to go. <laughs> well, so bad according to the way they've done it. So like, <laughs> it's all change. So how um, obviously during lockdown, are you enjoying more time with your family, stuff like that? Are you enjoying that, getting out more? I'm, I just I don't look at my eyes. I'm on the puffy as hell. I don't know why my eyes are beginning to like irritate me a wee bit. Um, waiting when new contacts coming. So like, you know, it's, it's like. Ugh. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I've spent a lot more time with the family. The wife's like, oh, you know, what's it going to be like? We're having you here every day, like, you know, so. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Um, spent a lot of time with the wife, spent a lot of time with the wee man. The wee man, you know, he's just like amazing. Like, you know, it was, it was a bit of a surprise when they come along, you know, because I'm, as I say, I'm, I'm 58, like, you know, so, yeah, I was about, what, 53 or something when he came along, I was like... Mm. I, re- I actually remember yeah. you telling me, yeah. I, rem- I remember yeah. coming into lift one Sunday and you were sitting, you said to me, I'm going to be a dad again. <laughs> <You're> so <laughs> like, what? All <laughs> oh, uh, <all> right. <laughs> no, but that's brilliant, but he's absolutely cracking, he's your spits right now, he's yeah. absolutely your spits. He would normally be here with me, but, like, you know, I just, I bring him in here, like, you know, and... You know, he's watched a lot of the videos and stuff like that. He's not been into the gym a lot when the lifters have been in. Uh-huh. He's hyper. He just runs about the place. Like, um, and uh, he's watched a lot of videos. And he comes in and you see him doing this. Daddy! Like, you know, so it's like, when he's ready, you know, he will 
hopefully take this up before I get too old, where I can coach them, like, you know. So yes. <laughs> I'm the same. My daughter's obviously good. She is only 10 months, but Sophia is so comfortable in the gym. She'll, like you say, they'll just come in. She comes in. I was doing a class the other day um, online, and I was like, right, guys, get your dumbbells. And she'll quite confidently go up to the camera, and she's like, but then again, she did say, guys, if you don't have any dumbbells, uh, just grab your hula hoop. I don't think it's really the same. So <laughs> yeah, but she's, she's along the right line. Uh, and she's like, good to the coach and stuff. So obviously, like, what I like to do is get to know a wee bit about everybody. Um, so, like, be, tell us, like, what is, uh, you've obviously traveled, where is it the, the best place you've traveled with your career? Where would you say is the most fun or enjoyable? Uh... <laughs> Probably, <clears throat> probably the, the Commonwealth Games um, in '94 and the Commonwealth Games. I mean, it's in different aspects and different uh-huh. different uh, capacities that was there. Like in the Commonwealth Games, it was uh, in '94. It was like as a lifter. So, but the, the thing about that is, like, when you're there as a lifter and you're competing, you have to sort of tone everything back, hold it back and like, you know, you know, realise when you're on and stuff like that. It was only after you lifted that you could sort of enjoy yourself a wee bit more. Uh, um, do you know get a good so, party? Is there no a yeah, good party? No, no. And uh, historically before, what they used to do with the weightlifting is put them on last, you know, because uh, a lot of the weightlifters before used to like, you know, they would, <laughs> and they would cause disruptions with the rest of the place, like, you know, so they made sure that they were on last um, and uh, so that they would have to behave themselves, like, you know, um, right up to the end of the, the, the Commonwealth Games, like, you know, so when they finished, they only had a couple of days, like, you know, to sort of go to the party and have a bit of fun, like, you know, so, um, <laughs> and then the, the the other highlight is probably, like, going to the, the Gold Coast, um, so I say as a different capacity, you know, so a bit more mature, like, you know, a bit more mature, I was 34 when I got to the Commonwealth Games, like, <laughs> Yeah, that was still mature, but um, that's just a yeah. pup free. I'm going to be 34 yeah. on Saturday. That's you're just yeah. a, you're just a pup <laughs> Um So yeah, I got there, and it was a different capacity. Like you know, so you're thinking about different things. Rather than me like going to the games in '94, I was thinking about myself, my own mm-hmm. performance, and what I was doing. This time when I went in 2018, it was more about you're thinking about the lifters, you know, their well-being, you know, how they how they're going to cope, where they're going to be, you know, they're not going to go and do something stupid that affect our performance and stuff mm-hmm. like that so and it was enjoyable but in a different way you know so it was that was the highlight two See, different in, highlights but in your view obviously being to all these different games and in, in, in view apart from scotland obviously are amazing in your view what nation do you think has the best lifters there's a few um your top few. top top three nations that you think have got the best lifters in <sighs> I know watch everybody else, but like obviously Chinese, um, uh, they're 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 good with the the lighter people, like the smaller mm-hmm. uh, females and the 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 lighter guys up to run about the 80, 80 I can't even change the body weight, but eighty seven or eighty nine kilo. Okay. Um, you don't see many of the heavier uh, Chinese guys. Um, Russians, I mean, you've got other Russian states, but they've all, you know, like it used to be the USSR and stuff like that, but they broke up into the states. So, um, you know, you've got, you've got Russia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, all, the, all these kind of places. Um, but they've, they've got a lot of pocket, pockets of different lifters where they used to be in one. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Indian females, like, you know, yeah. they're all small, 48 kilos and stuff like that, and they're, they're good. Um, um, but uh, Britain's coming up, UK is mm-hmm. coming up. Like the, a lot of the English lifters, they're, uh, they've got a lot of lifters that are... Uh, one of the girls get like fourth place at the World Championships. I Amazing. Think. You know, for for, uh, for UK, it's, it's not bad standard, like, you know, so getting up to that level. So, yeah, that's that's the ones that I, I like watching. Yeah, you're very, very diplomatic there. Really. <laughs> very, yeah, <laughs> very <laughs> di- <laughs> So and now, now I'm going to hit you with Don't random. Ask co- any controversial no, questions? No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, would you call? I already got your facial expression with the crossfit thing, so it's all right. Okay. No. What we'll do is um, this is now just a random, um, random questions that I like asking people, and just again diving in and find a wee bit more about them. Okay. So I know you like your coffee. So what is your what is your favourite? Like, if I had to go and get you a coffee, what do you take? It would be a cappuccino um, with like a couple of sugars in it. Couple um, sugars. Yeah, yeah, with a cappuccino. I know. Um, uh, yeah, that would be me. I drink. I could drink them to the come up here. The wife bought one of these wee, like a wee machines, but it's the milk. It, yeah, heat up the milk. You know, and that. You know, I just. I've got a few of them a day pouring like that. So that's more like a latte. Um, but like you know, uh, it's. But I, I put like. Two or three heaps of coffee in it, like you know. So, like, yeah. I like my caffeine. I, I remember that. I do remember that. Um, I remember always going in and texting us if you wanted a coffee in the way in. I think that was like tradition for everybody when they're going to train yeah. you. Um, used to take, used to take <laughs> pro plus and stuff like that. <laughs> Just rattling all day. Um, if you to get a pizza, what's the topping you would have in your pizza? Um, probably ham and pineapple. No, no yeah. way. No, I can't believe this. One of my idols has the most worst pizzas ever. No, yeah, yeah, it was called a margarita or something. Oh, I can take take them with anything on them, but that's just like you know, that's just the basic one. But you know, the wife got one the other day actually, uh, it was like called a fiery pizza. You know, I think I I didn't finish it, like you know, it was like it was so hot. and I like, I like spicy things, but it was like my mouth was on fire. Oh, Ray, you have absolutely broke my heart with your pineapple <laughs> pizza chat. That is how you devastated me. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite movie? Um, I like all the Terminators. I like Schwarzenegger. Like, you know, he's, he's... I've obviously ever meet anybody. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not into, like, like, heroes and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if there ever was somebody, it would be, like, Schwarzenegger. Like, you well... Know. Funny this, because this is your next question. <laughs> Who, uh, um, you've got five people you can invite for dinner. Who would they be? Uh, they can be now. This they can be alive, dead. They could be. They don't need to be celebrities. It's just who who you would have. So you can bring them back. You can do whatever. I mean, well, first my wife. Yes. Oh, <laughs> gotta get that one in. Yeah. Oh. Um, Schwarzenegger. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know actually. Um, Remember, you don't count. I'm not really sure because I don't really. It would be mainly in the sporting world, I think. Like, That's you know, fine. Um, so, uh, and I'm no, I'm not into football, but like, uh, sort of have respect for like uh, the guy that led 
Manchester, like, uh, what's his name, Ferguson? Oz, yeah, Oz yeah. Ferguson. Um, uh, I don't know. You get two more. You must have two. Get two more. Um, what do you think? Okay, The Rock. I like The good, Rock. Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, don't know. I, I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm going to throw one in here. Who am I going to throw in? A weight, a weightlifter. Give me a weightlifter. Um, it's probably. Uh, yeah, I think he died. Yeah. Um, the wee, uh, wee pocket rock. Silly. Nayam uh, Um I used to like watching him. He was a wee small guy. Like. I think it was one of the first guys that uh, did a triple bodyweight cleaning jerk. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he weighed about 56 kilo or something like that, you know, and cleaning jerk like 170, 160, 170 or something like that. Like, you know, so, <laughs> you know, I like so, it. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. well, there you go. There you go, Ray. That was, uh, there we go. You got your dinner party there. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's all the different languages you probably wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, there you go. You have your dinner with cappuccinos and pineapple pizzas, isn't that I mean? So, yeah. No, yeah. Look, Ray, that was them all. I, I want to thank you so much, by the way, for joining me in my podcast and uh, sharing your stories um, yeah, of well. your career. Um, and obviously, we'll get the links and everything onto your page um, so you can go and check out the, the weightlifting team up at your bit. Um, absolutely brilliant. And obviously, when we get back, um, I'm desperate to get you down here if you'd come back down here yeah, um, and no get problem. everybody all sorted. Um, I will get everyone on there and you can all see and um, go up there. You are the best in the industry. So thank you so, so much uh, for yeah, joining me. It's been me. a pleasure being here, mate. Good to see thank you. Thank you. And um, I'll get this all sorted. So thanks very much, mate. Okay.